There's a picture of like, I'd say about eight or nine space aliens that I just drew. And it just says space aliens. And you could tell that I spelled aliens wrong a couple times because there's like eraser marks and like, you know, like paper stained space aliens. Hey roaches, I'm Toddy Tondera and welcome to my audio thrifting diary. I scour through secondhand items searching for vibrant vintage, useful unusuals, big budget bangers, trendy trinkets, cool collectibles, and good garbage. Each week, we curate a thrift haul, dive into the details, and record an episode based on our findings. I'm sentimentally attached to things you have forgotten. It's time to get thrifty. Hey, who said you could come in here? Welcome to another Mighty Morphin episode of Thrifty Podcast, second-hand shopping for worm people. Big episode planned before I, I get into it. Yeah, if you haven't heard the show before, I'm I'm the host. I'm Toddy. And this podcast, if it's your first episode, well, that's interesting. Because uh, it, uh, I'm trying to get it nominated for something very important. So thank you for hopping on on this episode. So last year, it was uh, an honor to, to be rewarded Pittsburgh's best podcast by the City Paper. And I'm trying to do that again. Uh, and how to do that again, I have to get nominations. Once I get nominations, then it goes to a straight-up vote, and we see who... Uh, who does get first place and second place and third place are awarded. Um, so this is what you need to do to nominate Thrifty Podcast. What you want to do is you want to go to bit.ly. So that's B-I-T dot L-Y backslash P-G-H nominations. And make sure P-G-H is capitalized and nominations is lowercase. So that's bit.ly backslash P-G-H nominations thanks so much and i look forward to episodes after this summer because i won't have to feel bad about plugging things but as i mentioned there is a mighty morphin episode on the horizons and welcoming back to the show dj lil you match with the thrifty couch today i just noticed that i was hoping i wasn't going to uh match myself too much today Mm -hmm. i chose feather earrings for the small feathers on my dress and maroon shoes to match my maroon dress. And I, or do and you feel I, as free I'm as a, a bird? I'm in, camp, I'm in camouflage right now. Do you feel free I do. as a bird I, with I'm all the feathers? I'm feeling very energized beside, you know, the fact that it's 91 degrees right now. Yeah, how has your quarantine been holding up the, the, the past week or two since we've, we've spoke? Since we've seen yeah. each other. Work works bad. I hear that. Yeah, that's. Uh, I've that's heard that. Lots of bodies out there in the world, moving around, touching things. Uh, yeah, um, I was I was out driving today, doing weird stuff, and uh, there is rush hour traffic again. Yeah, so that's good. 
um, that's a great sign for things yeah. to come. And I think we have already <laughs> decided we will die in this. Yeah, um, I was I was accepting of my fate before the pandemic and even more now. I'm like, yeah. let's, mm-hmm. let's enjoy each other's company while we're all here. And speaking about enjoying each other's company, uh, last time you were on the show, we uh, discussed things that we had in our childhood that we either refound again or still had from our childhood. Uh, my childhood was through the early 90s to late 90s. Well, I guess the 90s in general is when I grew up, but I was a smaller kid in the smaller numbers of the 90s. Mm-hmm. And so we wanted to continue uh, that uh, that arc, and we brought some uh, new stuff for our curated thrift haul today. So let's get back into it. So this is our first segment of the day. Something you've never seen before. Something you've never seen before. Something you've never seen at all. But it has always been at the core. Now for new listeners to the show, Something You've Never Seen Before, uh, we put together a curated thrift haul or a second-hand thrift haul. And uh, we talk about it, and we also ask each other trivia questions based on the objects they see in front of them. So let's get started. So you get it. We're talking about Power Rangers this week. So DJ Lil, what is your experience with the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? Oh, very little, as we talked about before this episode. This is going to be very fun for me. Yeah, and uh, I am... I think six years younger than you, so Mm -hmm. I did grow up during the 90s, but I guess I hit more during the, like, the Pokemon era, like, the original Pokemon. That was, like, my first, like, ooh, this is a big, hot item. I want the Mm -hmm. cards. I want the the poster. I want the plush. I want, you know. All that fun stuff. All that fun stuff. You wanted to be a Pokemon master. Oh, yeah. I taught Pokemon school. Oh, (laughs) okay. Yes. Um, So the Power Rangers, I have very limited knowledge of. Yeah, Um, that's why I have a a bunch of notes on the Power Rangers, because I think most folks are familiar with the Power Rangers, mm -hmm. but maybe they just simply didn't watch or something like that. And Power Rangers pretty much goes on till this day. But there's just different lines of Power Rangers, and obviously, well, not obviously, but I don't know many of the new ones. Yeah, like, I don't know any of the Pokemon past 150. Oh, I know. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, (laughs) we're up to date. (laughs) We are up to date on that. Um, That's all right. I, you know. So I uh, so the Power Rangers we're going to be going over are the original OG Power Rangers because I collected Power Rangers action figures and play sets as a kid, and I still have some of them to this day. And if you aren't familiar with Power Rangers, it was an American live-action superhero television show, and the American Power Rangers takes much of its footage from the Super Sentai series mm-hmm. in Japan. So they repurposed the Super Sentai series to make Power Rangers out of. And uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers debuted in August of 1993. Uh, and the series catapulted the Fox Kids programming block in the 90s. And the original series that we're going to be talking about today and looking at items from that era is from 1993 to 1996. 
And uh, a line of action figures and other toys were made by Bandai based on the show, and it turns out that the action figures and the playsets rivaled uh, the popularity of the show. So as many people who watched the show, there was as many people collecting the figures. Getting the toys, yeah. I was that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and they are still intact. <laughs> yes. Uh, I have in front of us here today... Um, there's a mountain. There's a mountain. A mountain of, of Power Rangers around me. And what's fun about this mountain of Power Rangers is when I was a kid, and I've mentioned it on the show before, is I just knew that they were going to be sought after. Now, they're not a million dollars or anything like that, but they're still sought after, the original yeah. Power Rangers. So what I did was I had a set of Power Rangers unopened that I never played with, and kept them that way, and then a set of Power Rangers that I opened and played with all of them. So what we have out on display today is the original five Power Rangers in their original opened boxes. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're in varying conditions, the boxes, but they're generally in very good condition. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, there's some scratches on the boxes here and there, but like they're in... Generally good condition, Mm -hmm. and uh, the Rangers are chosen to help um, uh, uh, save the world, and what happens with that is is each series uh, revolves around a team of, let's say, youths, Mm -hmm. and they're recruited and trained by a mentor to uh, defend the planet, and when you morph into a Power Ranger, you're able to use superpowers and use a giant animal robot as well. Do they each have their own giant animal robot they each have their own giant animal robot they each have their own superpower Mm, no sort of i mean the men do um (laughs) got it got it it happens happens. um so there was there were five rangers and um i think there's five rangers in the show today but they yeah they're Everybody can't be 16, 17, 18, so there's been different rangers over time. Mm -hmm. In my era of Power Rangers, had the Red Ranger as Jason, the Blue Ranger as Billy, the Black Ranger as Zack, the Pink Ranger as Kimberly, the Yellow Ranger as Trini, and the big, like, mentor figure was this giant hologram head in a cylinder tube called Zordon. And and he also had, like, a... um, so he just yeah, and as you see, I have a a, a the Power Dome playset on display, which is in even better condition than the Rangers. Oh I yeah, kept, I'm very impressed. Yeah, I kept the original. I'm super impressed. It doesn't even look played with. If I'm going to be honest <laughs> no. with you, um, but I have all the original pieces to the Power Dome. But that's a cylinder in the center that has a hologram of Zordon's head, and so. Zordon Wait, spoke to them. Is Zordon like a in Wizard of Oz kind of figure where there is an uh guy behind the curtain? Um funny you mention that cuz ultimately no, but uh originally the original plan was while the when the Power Rangers weren't Power Rangers, they mm-hmm. were just kids who just did martial arts and hung yeah, out at this and listened to a hologram. Head. Yeah, okay. uh, yeah, <laughs> and, and they hung out at this like dojo backslash like coffee shop backslash, okay. and it was in Angel Grove, is what okay. they called it. Well, the person who ran the juice bar, his name was Ernie. And originally the plan was Ernie was actually going to be low-key Zordon. Oh. So that's how it happened. But then as the series progressed, more ideas were there. And they saw they had something with it. So they're just like, no, Zordon, Zordon. 
he's just, just a it. guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's just a guy battling space aliens. Okay. And so Zordon was that giant uh, head in that cylinder. And then also, they called it the control center. That's where they would all meet up. There was also a robot with anxiety that would be there. And his thing, when he'd always scratch his head and go, ay, ay, ay. Um, and his <laughs> name was Alpha. So Alpha manned the control panel because his boy Zordon was in the tube. Yeah, I he, would probably have anxiety if there was... <laughs> yeah. And uh, the antagonist that was of, my the, job. of the series was Rita Repulsa. And Rita right. Repulsa, um, boy, she's hard to explain. But um, basically, she uh, made space aliens, and she would create evil space aliens out of uh, of clay, out of like putty, huh. and send them to Earth, specifically Angel Grove, to like mess everything up. And then the Power Rangers, Zordon would be like, "Power Rangers, stuff's going on. Mm-hmm. Come get it." And then, of course, as the episode would go on, they would fight the baddie. And then uh, Rita would make, she would throw her tritoned, like her wand. Mm-hmm. And she would throw her wand down to Earth, which, by the way. That sounds like a far. Sick arm, yeah. right? <laughs> right? Like, above all else, sick arm. So she'd throw it down to Earth, and the trident would land in the dirt. And for whatever particular reason, it would uh, magic would start happening, and it would make the the alien that she put there, the baddie, mm-hmm. grow. Ooh! So once it would grow, then that's when the Power Rangers would be like, "We gotta get our gotta Zord. deal with this." So the end of pretty much every episode is them in a Zord battling, battling the giant the alien, alien and new, winning new alien. Yeah. Huh. Um. And then uh, alongside Rita Repulsa, she had, like, cronies. She had uh, uh, Babu, um, which was this, like, actually weird-looking guy. Um, He was, like, a a blue kind of demon creature. But he was was soft boy. She would pick (laughs) on that dude a bunch. And um, Finster was actually... He actually was the low-key brains of the operation. Mm. Because Finster would actually make make the monsters he would be the one that would press the clay and form the 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 alien so rita would be like i want you to make a chicken that like throws food a bunch and he'd be like got it boss and then she would just punish him like straight up just abuse him verbally um and then also kind of her like sidekick with was like the second tier baddie that was like a continuing character his Mm -hmm. name is goldar and uh yeah he was like a werewolf humanoid in a big gold suit so i had a feeling it was something yeah so he would like that he would be down there causing trouble but he never like died or anything so he'd just be kind of in the picture in the frame so kind of like a werewolf like more yes dog than yeah huh more dog than brains but yeah wait hair but also gold um, well, it was a gold suit. Oh, a gold suit. So imagine like a hmm. humanoid werewolf thing that was like dark fur and right. then would stand up on two legs okay. and have humanoid limbs. So, so it was a humanoid body because it's a person in a costume. Yeah, so it's it. like a human with a with a wolf head. Oh. A furry wolf head. And oh. then a arm, a suit of gold suit of armor. I see. So his name was Goldar. Um and as the series progressed, there was different that. There was different that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And then also they introduced another ranger, which was a green ranger. His name was Tommy. 
And then eventually, after this whole thing, he ended up being the White Ranger. Okay. And he ended up being the leader. And when this thing was said and done, he ended up being the leader, which kind of sucked because when the Red Ranger got his job, he accepted the position as the leader of the group. Mm-hmm. Um, off camera, those two actually did not like each other. Huh. Um, the, char- the dude who played Tommy and the dude who played Jason did not care for one another. And low-key, that could have been why but on screen they were like they just BFFs. fed their energy into the yeah like on screen they were bfs into the characters huh. um, um some unfortunate uh news was uh billy the blue ranger um he was gay and bullied a bunch uh, oh. to the point where he quit the show oh no so um yeah that was a bummer but he wasn't gay on screen because it was the 90s uh no Mm -hmm. Uh, i can't let my kids see that yeah no way yeah um but yeah that ended up happening to him and then he left the show and i remember uh and i can't the red ranger left the show and the blue ranger left the show i believe at the same time but the originals Mm -hmm. but i remember taping it on my vhs because they, they, yeah, hyped it up like a couple rangers are moving on and a new group new of rangers, rangers are coming, coming in. in. And I held tight for that first group there. Like the the new cast, I, I didn't, I wasn't giving up. Now, my heart was broke. Oh, yeah. My heart was broke because <laughs> I had spent like two and a half years as a child watching emotional these, energy poured into watching these, these mighty six, morphins yeah watching these uh, originally five but then six power rangers so it broke my heart but i was like you know what though i support the brand power rangers they're saving the planet here mm-hmm. you could put anybody in the suit if they're a good person um so um i stayed in there i stayed there but i just could not connect and then, okay. obviously, I was three years older, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, because um, 1993 to 1996 is their original run. I started watching football in 1995. Mm. So, by so 19- another, another kind of guys in suits yeah. took over. Yeah. So, by 1997, I was an adult. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I was like, we're done. We're done with yeah. this. We're done with this stuff. But then, unfortunately, it followed me until I was 32 years old. And here we are today, surrounded by Power Rangers. And here we are today. And I have no memory of the last uh, probably 20 years. Um, (laughs) But before (laughs) them, before then, I could tell you anything that happened, Mm -hmm. which is just how that works. Um, But, yeah, before I get into my first... Uh, question for this this week's thrift haul i wanted to show you these collectible figures that are still in box so there's five original rangers in their box up on the table the boxes are open on the ground we have a play set and Mm -hmm. in addition what we have is the mighty Morphin power rangers collectible figures that are like two inches tall yeah they're completely sealed but this is babu the blue guy's babu um so I'll come over here to Ooh. show that. So that's what, because I'm sure you know I what like the Power him. Rangers look like. Yeah. Um. So this was Finster, and Finster was this this white gremlin cat guy. Wow. And he would make the 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 putties. The brains. This is Alpha Five, codename Alpha, and that was Ooh. the robot with anxiety. Okay. And this is Goldar. So now you don't have to wonder. Oh yeah, now I have the answer. Oh wow. Now you don't have to wonder. It's a stunning outfit. And um. Beautiful. 
Those were all purchased from Ames Department Store. They all look like cryptids to me. They all kind of were. They kind of were. Space cryptids. Uh, in in the, the house that I grew up at, in the downstairs bathroom, I believe, to this day, I believe to this day, mm-hmm. which actually that's probably what I should use for cover art. But uh, there's a picture, and I can't draw. Um, there's a picture of like, I'd say about eight or nine space aliens that I just drew and it just says space aliens. And you could tell that I spelled aliens wrong a couple times because eh. there's like eraser marks you and tried. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like paper stainage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I did spell it at the end and there's just, it's, I think it's still hanging in the basement bathroom Ooh. in my Pittsburgh basement bathroom at the house I grew up in. But that's something to think about. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to get into my first question here. Uh, in relates to the Power Rangers. And uh, this is our first thrifty trivia trivia question. Now, the last episode we were on uh, with Brick Body Shane, uh, Shane won. Mm-hmm. So he's not on the episode today. Beef, so he, as, can- he won as Beef Meepson, I believe. Ooh, so that's maybe a little caveat. So maybe Beef Meepson has a point, a win yep. in the win column, but maybe not Brick Body Shane. We'll, we shall see. Uh, so I'm going to ask the first question, and, and as I mentioned before, there was uh, it was used from Japanese footage. Okay. Um, so in the original Japanese footage, there was only one girl Power Ranger, which is different than mm-hmm. the American. They had they had two. Um, but what was the only girl Power Rangers uh, Ranger color? Was it a yellow? B red, C green, or D. It was none of those three colors. It was another one. Hmm. It was another one. As we all know, I have zero Power Rangers knowledge. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna go. Was it A yellow? Yes. So it was. What was the only girl Power Rangers Ranger color? A yellow, B red, C green, D none of the above. Yeah, I'm gonna go with A. Ooh, yellow. A. What has you thinking yellow? Well, also, there's a giant yellow jacket hanging behind you. Oh. I feel like it's the color of the sun. It's cheery. So you're just going to go with your gut go with the here. more, yeah, feminine. Okay. Well, uh, in the original Japanese footage, there was only one girl Power Ranger, which was her ranger color. A yellow, B red, C green, D none of the above. You said A yellow, the correct answer. It's actually pink. So oh. it was a D. I'm starting off hot. I'm coming out. I'm coming Darn out it. this episode. <laughs> um, so it was D pink. So See, I, was, I was hoping, I was crossing my fingers, like, hopefully it wasn't just pink. Yeah. And that's why I didn't put it in there. Because I'm like, maybe. Um, but Yeah, no, so, you fooled me. So the interesting, well, not the interesting thing. The uninteresting thing is... So, in the original Japanese footage, uh, the Pink Ranger was the only girl ranger, Mm -hmm. and her costume is the only costume with a skirt. Hmm. Um, So, you can make sure you always still know. So, you know. (laughs) So, you just know. It's the pink one with the skirt. Yeah. Well, for the American footage, they wanted to add uh, another uh, girl as a ranger, so they made Trini the yellow ranger. But... Originally, that was played by a guy in the Japanese mm-hmm. footage. So, though Trini is a girl, her costume does not have a skirt. a skirt. 
I see. So perhaps a tomboy of the group. <laughs> maybe, yeah. Um, but some some racism in there too. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, um, she was an Asian American. Yeah. Was was the Yellow Ranger? Uh, there was a the Zach um, who was black was the black ranger. Mm, still the early nineties. Um, so we of, had yeah. some. <laughs> I mean, not that we don't now, but I'm saying in the 90s, it was more prevalent than... Oh, yeah. But the big, beefy guy, Jason, mm-hmm. originally, the Red Ranger, was the leader. And then another guy came in who was even beefier than him. And then they were like... How do you fit all that beef into one suit? You Jeez. don't. And hey, that's why there was... That's why Tommy changed colors. He was green and then he was white because you couldn't... Too much muscle. Yeah, when he turned into the White Ranger, he even had like super superpowers and it's just like these people have been cutting their teeth since episode one here and this guy's coming in and he's the Showing leader up late to the show i will admit as a kid was fine with it was fine with it mm-hmm. but now that i understand how life works yeah. and how jobs are i go like that sucks right could you ma- yeah could you imagine like coming Where are you in? showing up from telling me how to do things so that was my first power ranger question for the day unfortunately i gave you a d so d none of yeah. the above it's okay i've got zero points so as but a I've part got... of your uh curated thrift haul uh, what do you have today the first item i brought with me is the little golden picture dictionary Copyright 1959, but this uh, one I'm holding here is a 21st printing from 1971. Um, Dang, I grew up that's reading. That's a lot of popular series, if that's that. Yeah, I mean, it's, alphabet doesn't matter what year it is, there's still an alphabet. We got to pump out some books yeah. about it. So There's words out there. <laughs> got to learn them while you're young. Yeah. So, like you said, with the Power Rangers and the colors and all that. Um, for sure, there's some very outdated uh, illustrations in here. Lack of inclusive pictures of people. It's mostly white people. Yeah. And I saw there was a person of color used for E for ear. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. So, you know, not all white people, but mostly. Mm-hmm. Definitely a portrayal of the Native Americans. Well, you know. Not great. Not, not, yeah. And mm, turns out, yikes. still not great. Yeah. Still, still very great. bad. Yeah. Still pretty much very bad. Yeah, so as an adult, you know, you kind of step back and you're like, something's... Yeah. I have seen more egregious... Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, Yeah, no, this is... Kind of wholesome overall. Yeah, mostly mostly wholesome. Um, No, yeah, no negative portrayals, but not not great. Yeah. So, meanwhile, in mid-century America. um, But yeah, and this book is, I'd say it's like eight inches tall by six inches. I'm not sure... If you had, if you didn't grow up with little golden books, they're cardboard cover. Um, they have and a golden they're known spine. For their, yeah, the gold spine. It's got printed with little animals on it. So you know, you go to the bookstore and you're like, that's the one I want. Because mm-hmm. that's part of my set. Yeah, you'd see the golden you spine. And um, I had those. Uh, well, I should say my sister had those. As a kid, mm-hmm. there was a whole bookshelf in her room that was just a gold spine. Yeah, and as a kid, you're like... Well, mm-hmm. that's got to be something important in there. Yeah. There's the classic titles are like the three little kittens, the pokey little puppy, which I think has been printed over a billion times mm-hmm. at this point. Um, I remember 
specifically the Bugs Bunny Carrot Machine. Okay. Little Golden Book. Okay. Okay. I don't remember that one, but that's kind of yeah, fun. Yeah, that one's good. Yeah. So Carrot you know, Machine, like Looney Tunes, uh, numerous Walt Disney, um, Little Golden Books, Richard Scarry, who's one of my favorite illustrators. Um, but this book here, you have one page for each letter of the alphabet, alphabet with illustrations on each page of things that start with that letter. Um, so we're going to go look at the the page for L because, yeah, for Lil. this is for Lil. This is the Lil <laughs> show right Lil's now. This is Lil's part of the, yeah. the, the, the thrift haul today. <laughs> and, uh, oh, yeah, here's that page of the kangaroo with a human face. Yeah, we will put um, that We will put that up sure. on the Instagram when yeah. we post the episode. That will be one of the yeah. pictures at Thrifty Podcast on Instagram. This kangaroo has a human, human face. face. Human face kangaroo. So we got the page for letter L. So we have like a ladder. And we got lemon. We have a lamb who also looks a little Yeah. Um a little human. A little human there. Mm-hmm. Lettuce. The note here is lettuce is good in salads. I tend to agree. Hey. I'll agree with no that. No argument here. Yeah. Got a lamp. The lamp has a nice red shade. Lion, leaves, and log. As in, the cabin is made of logs. That's not a bad L. Yeah, no. Group. Pretty good L yeah. page. Yeah, I really like the letter L. If yeah. None of you pick it Love. up on that. Yeah. That's a pretty word, right? L Love. is nice to write. Mm-hmm. All that good stuff. And, and you've got... You've got... I've got three, three L's in my name. Three entire L's. So that's that about me. Mm-hmm. Um, my trivia. Your question. So I... I could get this one and be leading, mm-hmm. and I gave you a D straight off the bat. Yeah, so I'm happy see. about that. Let's let's see what happens here. Okay, so your question. So when were Little Golden Books first published? Okay, when were they first, first pu- published? Like first like, printing? Yeah, the first Little okay. Golden Book. When did it hit the stands? Okay. A, 1927. B, 1942. C, 1950 or D none of the above and Re- I think I was pretty kind this time yes I repeat the, those again I put the years in order yes A 1927 1927 B 1942 1942 C 1950 yes 1950 or D none, none of, the, of above. the above okay um, I think 1927 might be a little bit too early, but maybe I'm lying. Um, 42 and 50 are both, I think it's one of the two of them. I think it's one of the two of them. And uh, there's so many different reprints. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. assuming the ones I saw in the 90s were probably like from the 90s or 80s. Right. Um, yeah, they definitely still reprint the originals like yeah. the pokey little puppy and like i said a lot of disney mm-hmm. um titles but even the last years like star wars like all kinds of yeah all you know, kinds Sesame of stuff Street. yeah they're still around they're in business yeah, yeah yeah um i think i'm going to go with c 1950 now am i confident no but sometimes you gotta see is for back. confidence, though. Yeah. Um, sure, and you know what? You know what? Yes, C is for confidence. C is for confidence, and sometimes you gotta be confident. 
But B is for bummer, because 1942 is the correct answer. Oh, hell. Yeah, 1942. They were an instant hit, and they were sold for 25 cents each. Instant hit. Yeah, during a time where high-quality children's books were not affordable to most people. Instant hit. Yeah. So, yeah, that's an affordable price for that era for people who... And that's why probably... Just like regular folks... Probably why we had a bunch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, and there's a quite, quite possibly the set that we had in the 90s that I said maybe from the 90s or 80s. Mm-hmm. Quite possibly, I don't know this, but it quite, could have been my mom's even given to yeah, my I sister. Yeah, I definitely. My sister and I. Because books, like, people just yeah. don't throw books away. Yeah, like, no, we why? have a lot of, lot of books mm-hmm. in my house growing up. Unfortunately, I drew in a lot. Drew in them. Yeah, which is really bad because my, my dad's a British literature major. So my thing was drawing in the books and sometimes tearing pages out of them. Well, um, did you... So ever... when he was going to college when I was a baby... Tough. Yikes. Tough. <laughs> did you ever uh, uh, have Where's Waldo books? Oh, yeah. I sometimes would circle Waldo. And here's the problem with that, besides the obvious. Couple problems. Yeah. <laughs> uh, besides the obvious problem is like, yeah, they're actually on my shelf on, on the other side of the shelf over there. Um, when I moved some years ago, um, one of my many moves, like I busted out my Waldo books again. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, let's see if I could. I couldn't get, I couldn't, re- there's no replay value if you yeah, circle no. Waldo. Years ago. So then I tried, there's like, at the back, there's like a checklist of like, oh, if you found Waldo in... Find uh, other things. Yeah, find other things. So that was a part of it. That reminds me also of um, I Spy Books. Yes. Yes. I was a little older yeah. when those came out. I was just going to say, you're probably a little mm-hmm. bit, a little bit older for those since I missed out on Power Rangers. I got I Spy books instead. I was even into the I, I Spy yeah. I Spy CD-ROM games at school for, Ooh, for our Windows. Like, for our playtime, you know. Yeah. You have like library like, oh, you get, you know, half an hour play whatever CD-ROM games you yeah. want. I usually I was, chose that I Spy one. I was always late for school because my mom was my ride and she was always late for everything. Um, so I was late for school. My, my, my sister's school started at eight o'clock where mm-hmm. she went to school and my school started at eight thirty. Okay. And my sister would be late because we would drop my sister off first and then drop me off second. Mm-hmm. And my sister would be late. I'm, we're talking pretty much four days a week. I have to think at least yeah. four days a week coming in at like quarter after eight. Um, sometimes later than that. Fashionably late. So I was like that anxiety late. I was that anxiety oh, no. late when I was right on the cusp. Like, could I get in the door by 828 or is it going to be 831? So right. it was a lot of anxiety. My sister, it, she was late. It, it, she, <laughs> she was late every single day and it sucked every single day. Um, the reason why I say that is, is because, um, those computer times mm-hmm. for like uh for the cd rom game yeah. stuff like that i used to play that in our our computer room at school yes computer but room. yet you were done at eight thirty because the bell rang so i would sometimes play for a two minutes and then 
But if there was ever a day where I got there at like 10 after or like 12 after, mm-hmm. I felt like a king. Right. You get in a good 18 minutes. I felt like a king. <laughs> like I was like, let's go. Yes. Like I'm finally here. And then it was always real fun because, yeah, everybody made it on time because you were supposed to. So like all my friends were there. Mm-hmm. So I was like, holy shit, I could be hanging out 18 <laughs> minutes a day with these kids. Before we even do any learning. But it, yeah, that probably happened once every... I swear, once every two, three weeks, mm-hmm. it it just felt like never. It just felt maybe like that's never. why you cherished it more. Maybe, maybe that could possibly be it. If it was an everyday, yeah, part of the routine, like eh. yeah. I well, I hated school. I just did. I just did not yeah. like school, and I know a lot of kids didn't. Uh, you know, I wasn't the only one, but I'm just mm-hmm. saying I hated school. So like, I didn't want to be there. So I'm like, what if we started out with like 18 minutes of games? Pure joy. And then school. (laughs) And I'm like, you know what? Kind of takes the edge off. Yeah, it's not so bad. Yeah. Um, But but I digress. Yeah. So for our curated thrift haul today, again, we're bringing in things that we had as children and still have, or uh, we got back again. We're continuing uh, last week's episode. Uh, so we had mentioned I brought in some Power Rangers things, and yes, mm-hmm. I have more Power Rangers things. We we mentioned the Power Dome, which is on the floor with its original decals in its correct place, mm-hmm. Zordon's in it. But just to give you an idea, if, if folks listening at home that can't see it, what's a part of it? It's a yeah, it's a playset. It has it has Zordon cylinder tube right in the center of it. And it has a dragon motif uh, motorcycle bike type thing that came with it, just a piece of it. And um, from my memory was not in the show. Oh, this this yes. one here. Yes, that one. I was there. admiring as if I wish this was my car. Yeah, it's a giant red dragon it's motorcycle. Really cool. I could see you on that. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, also with Love that, it. a teleporter for auto morphing ranger figures. Now to describe what that is. Um, there were please do yes (laughs) i'm lost (laughs) i'm sure you're on the edge of your seat um so that particular playset, as you see is smaller than the the figures um okay uh, on the table so that playset on the ground was originally for uh, smaller ranger figures than the one i have now i also had those and kept those Mm -hmm. and i act we're talking right before the pandemic Mm -hmm. i sold them because, but that was its purpose. That was the plan. That was yeah. the plan. Like as as when you're older, mm-hmm. have some, play with them, mm-hmm. and then keep some to sell later. And so, me back from 1993 gave a little little ode to me as a 32 <laughs> year old, and I said, "Thank you, little little toddy." Small me. <laughs> yeah. So I sold those, but what they had were they were yeah plastic figures, and their heads would flip into their chest. That rings a bell. Okay. I feel like, like I told you before the episode, a yeah. lot of the family friends. Um, that we had, their kids were boys mm-hmm. and were a couple years older than my sister and I. And I'm the oldest between my sister and I. Yeah. So we grew up with, you know, our our own toys and this and that, but a good amount of also hand-me-downs from these other families of dude toys. Dude toys. Dude toys. Ta-da! Dude toys. <laughs> Welcome different. to dude toys. <laughs> They're different than a Barbie. Yeah. Their Dude heads toys. flip into their chests. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Wait, they, by the way, 
pretty cool. Right. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we would always try to figure out what is this giant robot and how does his head flip into his chest? There we are. So, um, so what the auto morphing station was Mm -hmm. is it would flip their heads for you. Because so it would have a, a a ranger head, a Power Ranger head, okay, like with the mask on, like the uniform one, and you'd flip it, and the other side Pop. of it was a their civilian head. Whoa! So they would have ranger body, civilian head, but when you put them in the thing, it would flip their head. Got it. And it 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 didn't flip their head horizontal; it flipped it vertical. Mm-hmm. So basically. You're, you go, like, you're, your face goes vertically into, into the your chest, chest. And then the other head pops up from the... Yes, because it was on the other side. It Got was, it. like, on an axis. So when the costume head would go into the chest, the uh-huh. civilian head would go up. And so it has a little auto-morphing changing station. Mm. And there... Wish I had that for my morning routine. Right? Um, <laughs> and then it also came with an alpha figure, which I think is, is still in the box, because I had... Yeah, I had all of them and I and I yeah. kept them kept them nice. Um so I did want to get to a a second Fair Power yeah. Ranger question. All right. Now the 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 first question it didn't go so hot for you, but I the I didn't get the first question right either. So we're still tied. Zero, 0. So uh Mighty Morphin Power Rangers was not the only hit uh from uh Sabin, that's the creator. Um, for the Fox Kids Network, uh, what was the other show that was the hit by Saban that was on the Fox Kids Network? A, Pokemon. B, Yu-Gi-Oh. C, Life with Louie. Or D, none of the above. Now, um, Saban created. Uh, put we'll put the television show. On the Fox Kids Network. Mm-hmm. This was not running at the same time. This was a little bit later in time. Okay. But it was another hit that Saban created Got it. for that network. Mm-hmm. So Saban had the Power Rangers. And then after that, another hit. A, Pokemon. B, Yu-Gi-Oh. C, Life with Louie. D, none of the above. Now, the, th- the, the three that are on... We've already talked about Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Yu-Gi-Oh! Do you, like... Never into it. Never, Definitely an But anti- you know what Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah. is. But I Life like Pokemon. Louis. So I was uh, not into Yu-Gi-Oh! Not into Digimon. No, I, I was wasn't into Digimon either. Um, I was into the Digimon movie. I was into the G- Digimon movie. Interesting. Just for... We'll save that note for later. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I would watch that in my 20s. I'd invite my friend yeah. Mike over. We put on the Digimon movie. Oh, I'd watch fucking... the Pokemon movie in an instant and probably still cry. Yeah. Um, but still Life cry. with Louie. That it's... doesn't ring a bell. So I'm wondering if if you made that up to throw me off mm-hmm. or... I will allow it's... you to ask questions about Life with Louie. If it would... And I will say I did not make it up. It's real. Okay. It's real. Okay. Yeah. Was it animated or... Yes, it was animated. animated. Um, do you know a failed comedian, um, Louis Anderson? No. Okay. Well, it hardly matters. Okay. Um, he was a comedian in the, in the 90s, mm-hmm. and he had an animated television... And this is all true. I'm not making this up. Um, he had an animated television show okay. of him when he was a 
child growing up in his okay. chat. And so he he basically narrated uh his childhood growing up by animated things. So it was do you remember like Bobby's World? Bobby's World with uh, and then Howie Mandel was kind of like the mm. voice of Bobby's World. Uh, yeah, I get the premise. Like okay. That's yeah, it. Yeah, That's got it. it. It's just a, it's I feel that. like there's a few of those shows. Yeah. Whether they're animated or live action. Yeah. Um, so A, Pokemon, B, Yu-Gi-Oh, C, Life with Louie, D, none of these, none of the above. Uh, what uh, what was another hit from Saban that uh, pitched to the Fox Kids Network and it ended up being a huge success? I don't think it's Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And I think Life with Louie is meant as a distraction. Mm-hmm. I want to say Yu-Gi-Oh, mm. but could it be a D? Could be. I mean, I've done it once. Maybe I'll do it again. Is today the day? Is today the day? You've done one double D, I it's believe. True. And I don't know that I've done any. I don't believe that no. I've done any. I'm going to go with Yu-Gi-Oh, though. Yu-Gi-Oh. Yes. So okay. Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, so, yeah, what was the hit that Sabin pitched to the Fox News Networks that, that ended up uh, being very, very popular? In addition to the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, A, Pokemon, B, Yu-Gi-Oh, C, Life with Louie, D, none of the above. Uh, DJ Lil said B Yu-Gi-Oh. The correct answer is D. None of the above. Oh no! I you did, did a double, double D. D. Come on! And I thought you wouldn't <laughs> suspect it, since it was just us two recording that I would play mm-hmm. games like this. Because you know, when it's a bigger episode, it's games. <laughs> right? It's games. All or nothing. It's nothing. Oh man. Um, interesting enough. Um, it was none of the above. The correct answer, though. Mm-hmm. Digimon. We talked about it seconds, like minutes ago. It. Minutes ago, and it was in 1999. Okay, so that's when it started. That was probably a nugget of information that yeah is just at the base of my brain, mm-hmm. and it it told me to say Digimon, yes. as in D, mm-hmm. would be the answer. Well, didn't go with it. Yeah. So, unfortunately, no points. Because I felt so strongly about Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> yeah, we've all felt strongly about Yu-Gi-Oh here and there, but yeah. not today. But Digimon came from the same people. All right, Digimon, you're still not helping me out yeah. in my cause. As an adult, as it, and I just remembered this now, this was probably, what's it, 2020? So, this is probably mm-hmm. five years ago, I bet. Uh, one of my good friends in, uh, in New York, um, Jeff, his, name's, his name was Jeff. And Jeff and I, as uh, young adults, we started Digimon. We never watched it. We were Pokemon kids. Mm -hmm. We both just somehow knew the film, though, the first Digimon film. So we just had, we didn't grow up together or anything like that. And we, like, had Whiskey on the Rocks, and we watched, like, the (laughs) first five to seven uh, Digimon episodes. And it just felt like David Lynch Pokemon. Like, they were on an island. There was, like, uh, uh, phone booths um, that, like, it was just a giant island with phone booths on. But if you went in the okay. phone booth, some weird stuff happened. And so, then, like, Doctor Who? Yeah. <laughs> and then also there was a part of it that one of the characters, and again, I'm not, I don't remember Digimon. I, this is uh, just what I watched. One of the characters knew that they were, like, it was, it was a show. Um, so that was kind of interesting but uh, yeah Jeff actually passed away but um, that was such a good definitely in Jeff's honor in Jeff's 
honor, in Jeff's honor. Digimon. Digimon D <laughs> from 1999. So sorry wow. you didn't get any That's points. okay. Yeah. That is okay. Mm-hmm. So My you have you have another fun find. I do, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so today I brought also a couple rubber stamps. And these ones here I've thrifted in the last couple of years. These are not specific designs I had as a kid. Um, always been a fan of rubber stamps because I cannot draw. Okay. Okay. We've seen the We've cover seen art. We've seen your artwork. You've yeah. seen my artwork. We've seen the cover art for last <laughs> week. Mm-hmm. It gets the point across, but uh, not big on drawing. I like gluing stuff together and making weird scenes of different creatures. We've had art nights before, and we I've did. seen it live. Yes, mm-hmm. it's real. It happens. Uh, rubber stamps have you know lots of uses, lots of designs. My sister and I um, spent plenty of time crafting, I'd say in quotes... Uh, making weird collages of like the you know department store adverts that they'd send out. Yeah. So that those, chopping them up, chopping them up, gluing them together, putting stickers and stamps all over them. Um, so yeah, we had like a huge like like a, a wooden looks like a briefcase, but it's made out of wood and had a little metal latch, and all the rubber stamps lived in there. So we'd have like, all right, do you want to have a rubber stamp day? Got to go to the basement. Here we are. Bring it up. Bring it up. We're doing it. Yeah. So when you saw that box, you were like, today's the day. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I brought along a couple. We have one that's got a cat and there's little hearts all around the cat. Cat's got a heart on their chest. Mm -hmm. Very cute. Very cute. White cat. Yes. But obviously the stamp is a stamp. (laughs) Yeah. The stamp is whatever the stamp is. (laughs) Yes. Whatever's happening on the other side. Um, it is a little uh, bit of a ripoff though when you see a stamp. You're like mm-hmm. this one, like I'm holding. Oh, it's got a unicorn. The design on the top is like, oh, the unicorn's hair is pink and the clouds are white and there's like a rainbow. Yeah, it's like when you do the stamp, it's, it's just the outline of it, just like purple or whatever mm-hmm. ink you're gonna use. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. So the second one's got a unicorn, eyes closed, magically. Uh, Maybe it's fog. I don't know. There's stars and a rainbow. It's very magical. Mm -hmm. Um, These are both from the same brands. They're the same size. I'd say about two by three inches. Um, They're from the Inka Dinka Do brand. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm familiar. I'm familiar. Yeah, pretty common. Made in USA. On the side, it says Boston, Massachusetts. So, not much I could find out about this company. Besides, By the look in your face, it doesn't seem what you found <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> was you, good. You're like, man, this is so wholesome. They're really well made. The designs are cool. Like, it feels, like, sturdy to hold. Yeah. Um, like, so, like, you recognize the name brand. I don't... We're not scrapbookers. Like, we're yeah. not out there getting rubber stamps when we thrift. No. Usually. No. Um, so, like I said, the only thing I could really find on this company was an article from September 2004 from org. Okay, this could get interesting. So, this could get um, interesting. And I didn't really poke around on the rest of their site for You aren't a articles. pokey little puppy on the I site. I was not a pokey no. little puppy. Uh, so, the article talks about the company moving states... Actually, to Pennsylvania. Whoa! From Massachusetts. Whoa! 
and laying off all of their workers. Oh, cool. Some of which had been there for 20 plus years and cool. had never really gotten raises. Um, oh, cool. Yeah. So I guess I'm glad I got these second hand and didn't give any Laid money off all into the that, workers. Great. that wholesome sounding company. It's always good when you hear stuff like that. Yeah. So that really. See, I was just mad about Tommy. Becoming the, <laughs> no, right. I mean, uh, Jason still had a job. Yeah, yeah, I guess when you're an adult and you dive into the internet about a rubber stamp company, you're like, oh yeah, that's what's happening. Everything, I'm convinced <laughs> that everything pre-internet was 100% evil. Oh yeah. Because like people just didn't, everything was you didn't evil. Know. Yeah, everything's evil. And then when the internet came out, people were like. It's very transparent. Very yeah, easy we, to. Can't be as evil, but we still can oh, be. Yeah, <laughs> just hopefully just, nobody finds out. Yeah, we just put in that money from another. We name ourselves something else yeah. or whatever. Yeah, conspiracy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's pretty cool. Yeah. So those are my little stamps, and you'll show it on the cover art. The uh, impressions that they leave. Yes. Which are more wholesome than their backstory. Um, but yeah, thanks to those workers, man. You make a. You guys make a great stamps. I hope you're okay. Yeah, if you're still out I'm there. I'm really sorry. <laughs> we're really appreciating I'm really them. Really sorry. Yeah. But they've held up all this time. Mm-hmm. So my trivia question. Well, I couldn't find much on this company or rubber stamps in general besides their wood with stuff glued on them. Are you going to hit me with the adjacent question? Unicorns. Unicorn adjacent question. I'm unicorns ready. unicorns question. We all know unicorns are a mythical creature with a little horse with a little or goats perhaps yeah. sometimes. Little horn on their on their head, and legend has it that the throne chair of Denmark is comprised of unicorn horns. But what is the true material that was used? The true material of a unicorn horn. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, my last roommate, huge on unicorns. Interesting. She, she was huge on unicorns. Interesting. And she does not live here anymore. By the way, sidebar, got her surgery. Awesome. How about that? Awesome. So it actually turned out well. So I can't phone a There's friend one, here. There's one good thing in 2020. <laughs> yes. Um, I can't phone a friend here on unicorns, but this would have been the perfect time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're so on, go ahead. Here. So was it A, human bones, B, bullhorns, C, marble, or D, None of the above. God, I hope it's not bullhorns. That sucks. I'll read the question again. So legend has it that the throne chair of Denmark is comprised of unicorn horns. You know, since they have magical powers and all this and that. But what is the true material used? Was it A, human bones? B, bullhorns? C, marble? Or D, none of the above. Human bones doesn't seem likely. I think this chair has been around a long time before yeah. we're too picky about what we use human bones for. That's, that's quite true. And I may be a sick freak, but yeah, I'd probably, I think a chair of human bones kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Also, if that's your, you know, yeah. whoever's reigning over Denmark, that might be pretty intimidating. Yeah. Now, I would use my human bone chair. <laughs> Not for intimidation, I don't think. B- 
because I don't think. Yeah, I don't think if you also then it also feels like Skeletor. Yeah, Some and you don't want to be Skeletor. Vibes. Oh, he wears a beautiful skirt. Yeah, he does. Beautiful he does. leather skirt. <laughs> yeah, he does. I love Skeletor. But yeah, it's we hard. all love Skeletor. It's, yeah, it's hard being a skeleton these days, huh? It is. Yeah. Um. So much judgment over so your, much, where your where's your skin? Chair. Yeah. Well, where'd yeah. you get those human bones from? Yeah, human bones. Um, or marble. Mm-hmm. Which expensive. Sure, but it also It's the it's the you know, it's the one. It's the chair. Sturdy. Bullhorns and marble seem to me good. Mm-hmm. Or is it D? I don't think it's D, because I think bullhorns and marble seem very cool. Like, they seem like very educated... Legitimate, yeah. ...guesses. Um, I could see either of them. Now, last question, I could see two of the answers being correct, and I picked the wrong one. Mm-hmm. So let's see if I picked the wrong one this time. I'm going to go with the for- unfortunate answer of bullhorns. B, I believe that chair was made out of bullhorns. Ah. Uh. Unfortunately, it was D, made of Norwegian narwhal tusks. So even oh, worse. Even my, worse. In my There's opinion. less of those. Right. There's less of those. So bring back the bullhorns. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, I'll say this. I do feel a little bit better because mm-hmm. it wasn't C either. No. Very good at picks. Very good picks there. Either one yeah. of those. I'd say any of them seem yeah. likely. That's why I chose them. We had a 25% chance to get either of these questions right. We never did. We have no points. <laughs> and that happens a lot on this yeah. show. Just no points. Just no points. Am I making the questions too hard? No. No. You're Not making sure. Them, you're making them hard. It should be. A point you should. If you get a you point. You have to work for that point. Yeah. If you get a point on Thrifty, mm-hmm. you should be hyped. You should go sit on that throne chair. Yeah, you should be hyped. That's you should how, go sit that's on how... that little Power Rangers motorcycle. The the dragon motorcycle thing. Yeah. Um, okay. I'll be riding later. So we will have in my victory lap. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Uh, but that's for Act Three. But before that, we have the rest of this act, Act Two. Uh, I also want to make make mention, and I don't think I said it before, for Act Two of the show, for the freestyle act of the show. Um, the subject of the show again is items that we had as kids and still have or secondhand found them again um, for the freestyle act of today's show it will be uh, me toddy on uh, Sykes with start to beat with Sykes and I was on start to beat with Sykes and when I was on start to beat with Sykes now this was pre-pandemic this was months ago but he asked me to bring in some thrift finds and talk about thrifty and I brought in a, uh, a sort of a, a secondhand find for myself. I found it at my dad's house, which is uh, formerly my dad's mom's house, which is my grandmother's house. And it was my dad's gas-powered van hmm. um, that was – it's like a remote-control car, only it was gas-powered. And it was from Whoa. the 70s. Um, and I brought it on Start the Beat. So I will be, as for the freestyle act, uh, I still have an item as a part of this week's thrift haul, but it's it's just, it's not going to be live on the episode. It's from Stay that. Stay tuned for that. 
But I do want to get into some listener finds Mm -hmm. because back-to-back weeks we had some crazy uh, loud episodes. So we didn't have uh, the time to to get into some listener finds. But uh, I want to bring to – and this is one of the things that we talked about when we first sat down talking about this episode. So for listener finds, some episodes ago, Slops from Mm -hmm. Discord. And by the way, this is where all these finds are coming from. If you want to be a part of the Thrifty Discord, get a hold of us. But there's tons of links out there. So if you can't find a link to get you into the Discord, let us know at Thrifty Podcast on Instagram. And then we'll, we'll invite you. So Slops the Clown. Mm-hmm. Big fan of Slops. Uh, for a listener find some weeks ago, a Potbelly Bear Bank. Yeah. And it's the Potbelly Bear Bank heard around the world, fans are saying. And uh, it was a striped shirt-wearing bear that's tummy gets larger the more coins you put in it. Mm-hmm. Well, you had the opportunity not to see this potbelly bear bank, but you had found one in the wild. Yes. So you got to touch it. And it's currently on my mantle at home. So so you are right up close with the potbelly bear bank's tummy. Tell me the tummy vibe. What is going on with that? I can't get a read from the, the tummy pictures. Vibe. Yeah, what is the tummy it's... vibe? Is it is it a solid tummy? Is oh, it yes, a squishy it's all tummy? All hard plastic. All hard plastic. And yeah, it definitely looks weird now because I have not put any coins into it because I've definitely been um scraping my coins together to buy coffee. Yeah, it's kind of that. Work it's kind of that time in the universe where <laughs> yeah. we're all slowly dying. And no need, one has money. <laughs> I need coffee for work, but just living off of my coins for my coffee needs similar to the coin jar you saw me fiddle through when i was looking for quarters the other week yeah, i was just spreading all out kinda, yeah. spreading out the coins if grabbing got, the big yeah, ones i've got no shame also i'd you know yeah i'd uh, go through that coin bank so yeah alexis and i were out on the prowl we're all you know masked and gloved up went out into the wild which was certainly weird haven't been thrifting bad out there it's weird out there this was bad. you know this was a couple weeks ago so before yeah. the spikes now this might have been part of the spikes. yeah probably probably <laughs> this well, is, right. you gotta think there's some contribute <laughs> yeah where we went everybody was pretty chill mm-hmm. um and yeah we we're just like poking through our usual stomping ground and uh just kind of looked over at those you know those miscellaneous shelves where yeah there's some plates there's some candles there's some you know, grandma stuff. And I looked and I thought, that's a recognizable shape. That's a recognizable shape. And it's got shape. a striped shirt on. It's a recognizable shape. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we got up close and personal. And I couldn't leave without taking it home. I, if possible, with Slop's permission, I would like to get a DJ Lil pick holding the bear and a Slop's pick holding Ooh. the bear and then combined it and put it on the Instagram just for us. Yeah. Just probably for the three of us. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, obviously the listeners and stuff, if they, they want to take a look, but I'm just saying just yeah. for us, mm-hmm. I think it would be cool to have a bear pick together. Yeah. Across time zones, across, you know, the universe, across the universe. Yeah. Um, cause we, I think we decided we got five more years of civilization, mm-hmm. but We'll see. But a year yeah. and a half seems like when we believe we will yes. be dead. So <laughs> right. about a year and a half we have left. So in the next yeah. year and a half of our lives, see if we we'll can We'll be here that. till then. So so other listener finds. Hey, we um, got a couple more. A couple more. 
Um, so the the latest uh, listener find uh, co-host another co-host of the show, uh, Brick Body Shane, uh, Brick Body Shane uh, got himself M sixteen corn holders. Uh, so guns that you shove in your corn cob. There's nothing more American than buttered starch with guns on it. And that's is a, there? Uh cornstarch, butter, and M sixteens. Yeah. That's this as, seems as pretty American. That's as American <laughs> yeah. as you get. And he got four pairs of them, so there's eight total. And you just shove those guns into mm-hmm. those corn cobs and yeah. uh, look those up. They're actually pretty affordable. So if you want some N16 <laughs> corn holders, they're out there, they're real, and you could eat corn with them. I've only really seen the miniature corn corn holders. Yeah. In my time with mm-hmm. corn with, on the cob. With your time with corn. Yeah. I. That's all I've really... I used to i used to be huge into corn big corn guy big 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 corn guy i used to have a pot a kitchen pot that was reserved for boiling corn, corn. Only. like co- boiling corn cobs <laughs> yes. um do you now how do you prepare your water when you boil your corn uh i mean salt no sugar no no um, maybe i just spilled a uh, family secret recipe no um, but I would use sugar in my tomato sauce. Interesting. I, I would use okay. sugar in my tomato sauce still to this day do. Got it. Um, and I've had a little bit of sugar on, on the, the corn itself when it was done. Mm-hmm. Um, cause you know me, I'm a sugar head. Yeah. And it's a sugar vehicle. It's corn. Anything. Yeah. But <laughs> I never did sugar. I never put sugar in the water. Interesting. Never done that. Um, yeah. but I yeah I have cooked with sugar, uh, alternatively. I was just curious what the uh, yeah what other people are doing. How do you cook your corn out there? Yeah, how do you cook? It's your almost corn? fresh corn season. Yeah, in your backyard fun zone, if you got yeah. corn in you're it, grilling it. I think I said in my backyard fun zone this year. You I think I mentioned it, yeah. corn. Mm-hmm. See that? And I just had an ice cooler of ginger ale. But my corn pot ended up being a fish tank. Uh, accessory pot. What? So I had a big corn pot. Yeah. And I would have, obviously, no food in the house. Just don't have it. Who, who, there's so many reasons. But um, so I would just get corn and I would just eat. This is, I lived in Monroeville, PA, which is about 40 minutes from here. Mm-hmm. This is my early 20s. Mm-hmm. I would eat corn pretty much every. Yeah, probably like, (laughs) I'm laughing now because looking back, boy, what was I talking about in therapy if not this? Uh, (laughs) But yeah, like every like two, three days, I would just get a bunch of, uh, in season, yeah, it's not like, yeah. Yeah, no. And I would throw corn in this big pot, put some salt in there and just boil the corn and just eat corn. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes I would uh, cut it off the cob. Yeah. I wouldn't buy canned corn, but I would get corn... On the cob, cut it off the cob. Yeah, no, that's delicious. And do a little, yeah, a little, little pepper in there. Yes, then... I I started doing that at one point because I was sick of the, it's just a chore. Yeah. And if you want to put butter on it, butter's yeah. everywhere, and you put t- salt, and then you're, oh, that's too much salt. My sister, on the other hand, Nora out there, I know you're out there eating some corn also. Yeah. She is like a squirrel when it comes to the corn. Okay. That is odd. 
shriveled husk of it's a just it's a, a skeleton. Mess. It's a mess. That corn she makes the most of the corn cob. Makes the most of a corn cob. Pretty cool. Takes a while, but it's there. It's picked clean. Have you ever seen a cat? No corn cat holders. eat corn on the cob. Don't th- can't say I have. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it live in person, and uh, a a cat I used to know. Um, let's just call it that. Let's call it that. Um, uh, he would take his front teeth, mm-hmm. and he was real gentle. Nibble. And he would he would he would eat like two or three at a time. And it was like you would have to be like, and he would sometimes get aggressive and just mess it up. And you would have, you'd have to be like front teeth, front teeth, front teeth, hey, front teeth. And he'd, <laughs> and he'd be like, oh, okay. And he'd nibble on it and he'd eat corn on the cob. That's not normal? Fuck. Okay. Well, there's another thing I could have talked to my therapist about and didn't. Um, but yeah, this cat, you see corn on a cob. It's pretty cool. Awesome. Yeah. Anyway, that was, that was somehow, uh, yeah. that was corn talk. <laughs> all about corn. Yeah, it was all about corn. <laughs> We have one more listener fine, and it's it's been in the Discord for a little bit, but it was a, it's a vintage uh, lamp, um, and this lamp has almost like uh, bellows because it like mm-hmm. folds up and yeah. folds down, and it is glass. the mm-hmm. The shade of it is glass. I believe it's from the eighties. Yeah, we believe it's from the eighties. And then we were all talking about it in the Discord since it was glass, could do a lot of fun colors mm-hmm. and have a lot of fun. With maybe a little purple light in there. Maybe a little yeah. blue light. I'm a big colored light fan. Huge on it. Because I don't like overhead lights. I like right. lamps. Regular light bulbs. Those are boring. Yeah, those are boring. Um, As we sit in a, I guess, in a room with no it's just, real lights on. I there's have, one. <laughs> I, yeah, there's uh, my uh, space... My space lamp has uh, the, the base. The globe is, yeah. The base of it is a half of a globe, and that's mm-hmm. on. That's on. But even in the house, uh, even right now as we sit in this room, there is an overhead light, and it's deconstructed. That's um, okay. <laughs> and um, so the light, yeah, the light fixture in this room, um, the light, the, the, I took the light bulbs out of it and took the dome down. Yeah. Because I didn't want anybody using it. Yeah, no, there's nothing that really kills the mood than, like, a specific light being turned on. You're like, ugh. No, I hate it. My eyes. So I deconstructed the light so Just nobody in case. uses it. And, then, and under the couch is where the light pieces are. Under Ooh. this couch. Under this couch. Time for a booby trap. Yes. And that's why I had to... Remember how I said brother the cat? He yeah. spent... He, he fixates on stuff. In three, four days, he kept getting under the couch. Mm. And I'm like, bro, you can't be getting under the couch. I have some mm. secrets under there. Because um, currently, what's under the big thrifty couch that people sit on is A, parts of this light fixture. Got it. B, um, the smoke alarms. Um, <laughs> the smoke alarms to the house okay. are under that. Just in case. It's like a hardware store under there. Yeah, because I burn a lot of sage... And mm-hmm. I'm just worried that the sage will uh, mm-hmm. trip the trip yeah. the smoke alarm. Too much beeping. Yeah, just a lot of just a lot. Of, you know, I don't need anyone showing up. Right. Um, in case there's some s- sage burning hmm. in every room. Right. But but this lamp's cool. It's got mm-hmm. I don't know if there, it's like kind of like darkly tinted around yeah, it. It's got a tint on it. Yeah, it's super super nice and. I think it's Nemea is haunted. Yes. 
is how that's pronounced. Yeah, Nemea is Haunted is yeah. the lucky discorder mm-hmm. that has this lamp. And again, you could you Share could join us. The lamp. Yeah. You could join us. Join us on Discord. Share some thrift show finds. Show us your in thrift there, finds. And we'll uh we'll uh put you on the show. So coming up next, uh so so far in Act One, no points. Um so coming up next to Act Two, it's not even there's no games in Act Two, but you're gonna hear me, Toddy, on Start the Beat Podcast talking about a gas powered nineteen seventies uh van. And then when we come back, we're getting into vintage versus modern and with no points on the board, DJ Will. Mm-hmm. Somebody could win. With one point. Win big. Mm -hmm. Thrifty Podcast. Stay tuned. I have, um, with your permission, Sykes, I have one more thing to go over. Let's fucking talk about it, dude. Okay. Because for uh, listeners just on the podcast, you haven't seen it, but for folks watching the video... Uh, in front of the camera, you've been watching for quite some time. There, the referee that I spoke of before is sitting on a black van, and it's a very seventies van. So, um, real quick, it is in fact seventies. It's from nineteen seventy-seven, and this was a thrift find from Thrifty Podcast. Again, that's what I do: thriftypodcast.com. Um, so I'm going to take the referee off it. And what I have in front of me is a black van with a yellow, orange, and red stripe from the hood all the way to the back. Um, it's a very, uh, not in color, but in shape. It looks like the Scooby-Doo van, only it's black with the stripe. It's definitely a Chevy. It's definitely a Chevy. Yeah. I like that. Uh, you have it correct. Absolutely. 110%. <laughs> But this is a uh, with Goodyear tires on it. This uh, this was a thrift find that I found, and uh, every week we find different thrift finds. This is called a Van Blaster. So I'm going to put it closer to the camera now for uh, folks just listening to the audio. Um, so what we have here is a gas-powered van from 1977. And I've had this van on the table for quite some time. But what I didn't have on the table, because for aesthetic reasons, it looks like garbage. But I have a busted to bits box. And um, the box of the van blaster, I'll put it in the mic. And it's all coming apart. My uh, my, uh, actual real life dad had one of these as a kid whoa which is sick um but just reading some things from the back um what i enjoy about it is there's um and we could even remember in our days uh do you remember when like 1-800 numbers and hotline numbers existed yeah well if you had issues with the van blaster gas powered van you could call the cox action hotline cox action cox action hotline 800-854-3544 and again that's 800-854-3544 i kind of i kind of want to call these guys I right now to see if this is i was hoping that somebody oh, wait, hold would on, hold on one second do you still have a headphone jack on that phone uh 
I do actually. Yeah. All right. Hold on one second. Well, so what we're going to do is um, for this van blaster from 1977, the hotline number on the back of the box, uh, we are going to call it here to see. And, uh, you know, I'm going to assume it's disconnected, but 800 854 3544. See if the van blaster still has folks on the other line. Maybe they're ghosts or maybe they're older. 800 854 3544. Okay, cool. 3544. All right, we're going to give them a call right now. Okay. It's ringing. Yeah. Oh. Oh, so the Van Blaster Sykes, I'm sorry we couldn't deliver for episode 300. Um, but what you do is, and I have to, it works, but the thing is it's gas powered and I don't have gas in it, duh. But um, it's a quick start engine. Uh, it starts with a spin of the finger. What you do is you turn it upside down, and there's a thing you kind of get it going Dude, with. that's crazy. <laughs> and um, I'll read a part of it on the back uh, from the box. An engine made from precision machined steel, aluminum and platinum alloys with a tolerance measure so inconceivable that even the finest auto engine bows with envy. And that wow. is the uh, the van the free running van blaster from 1977. Shout out to my very own dad for having one of these. But this was uh, uh, something with Thrifty Podcast, and I'm going to put my referee back on it. So the only thing stopping this, and maybe for episode 400, uh, I'm going to get I'm going to put uh, real life human gas in this. When you go to BP Sunoco, put that that gas right into this car so for episode 400 i'll have the van blaster running around your laptop and sound equipment sykes are you looking to try out a new crafting skill would you like to divert from the landfill giving still useful arts and crafts item a new life well this could all come true the pittsburgh center for creative reuse has an online store while their physical shop is closed during the pandemic, where you can find some crafty treasures. For more information, check it out, pccr.org, or on Instagram, at creative underscore reuse, or on Facebook, Creative Reuse Pittsburgh. It's morphin' time to Act 3. Toddy and DJ Lil here. Thanks for tuning back in. Uh, so that find that you heard during uh, the freestyle act, I'll have you know, and I didn't mention it in that piece, but since that day that I took it to start the beat when we recorded at uh, Sykes' studio, I put that in the trunk of my car, and it's still there to this day. Still huh. there. So it's been, you what was that, February? inside of your car so it's a car inside of my car so it probably is it probably it it i'm assuming it still works i mean it worked all those years but anyway that's what that was from but then you also did a piece on uh creative reuse yeah which is a spot where i get a lot of my thrift finds 
And you've used them on the episode. Including these stamps that I'm holding. Even the unicorn from today and the, the kitty. The unicorn and the kitty cat. But uh, yeah, in the future here, DJ Lil and myself uh, have some uh, plans to do an A episode. tie in with the old creative reuse. And creative reuse, um, as far as me uh, having items, I've had items on the show before from there but also a big episode was uh the homeless gospel choir uh derek zanetti and i we did an episode i i think that was last summer we went yeah, like to late last summer i think yeah late yeah probably late last summer but um i might have to hit him up just to see like maybe he well not the same one but maybe some other time but mm-hmm. um anyway but i we went to creative reuse well i that was my first time there first time Mm -hmm. there and so he got stamps that day too so that particular if you go back maybe a year if you're newer to the show if you go back maybe a year and want to hear from derek from the homeless gospel choir and me we went to creative reuse that day was there also a video portion for that on the youtube you got it yes on that thrifty youtube page yes so the thrifty youtube page is something that josh last called larkin and i Tried our hardest. And I'll mm-hmm. tell you what, people never liked it. <laughs> but it still, still, the to videos this day, are short. You could probably watch them all in a day. Yeah, still to this day, if you go, if you do uh, go on the Thrifty Podcast YouTube, um, we used to do like haul videos uh, live mm-hmm. from the Goodwill outlets. But that video in particular that you're mm-hmm. talking about, uh, the Homeless Gospel Choir and I went to Creative Reuse, and we have there's video from inside. Yeah, so while they have an only an online store right now, if you want a visual, like, where's all this fun stuff coming from? Mm-hmm. Ta-da! It's all in there. It's, it's all donation-based. But, yeah, so we have DJ Lil and myself have... Uh, an episode plan where it's going to be uh, all finds from creative reuse um, in the near future. So definitely listen for that. Uh, but we have to get back to business because we've got zero we've points. We've got some this points to make up for. Yeah. Uh, all the points. All the points to make up. So we're going to hit our last segment of the day. Vintage versus modern. And for new listeners to the show, vintage versus modern. As a part of our curated thrift haul, we introduce pieces in the first act of the show that are either vintage or modern. Each of us uses one of those as our vintage or modern, and then we go on eBay.com, the website, and find its counterpart, and then we ask each other which has more value, vintage versus modern. So it doesn't really matter who starts this week since we have no points on the board. Mm-hmm. So um, as, as part of my thrift haul today, it was all Power Rangers stuff. 100%. So mm-hmm. my vintage versus modern today. It's got to be Power Rangers. It's Power Rangers. So we're going to talk about the Red Ranger a little bit. The original Ooh. leader of the OG Power Rangers, Jason. Um, so uh, the figure on the show today uh, mm-hmm. in the box that we have, uh, the opened box, this is exactly what this is. Not the same one, but it's a figure in it. In the original box that's mm-hmm. open, but the I'm reading these are the complete listings are both. So for vintage, I have Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Red Ranger original action figure Bandai 1993 new, but it is the box is opened. Got it. Uh, why it says new? It just does. I don't know. Um, versus the modern mm-hmm. in the modern, 
is a modern Power Ranger in the box. Hmm. So the modern is the, the current, or as current as I'm aware of, the Power Rangers Lightning Collection Red Ranger sealed in stock. Power Rangers Lightning Collection Red Ranger sealed in stock is the complete listing. Okay. So it is the modern Red Ranger Power Ranger versus the vintage Power Ranger. Mm-hmm. So vintage versus modern. Mighty Morphin Power Ranger Red Ranger in the box. What has more value? What do you think? How are you feeling about it? I'm definitely going vintage. Ooh. Especially also last week when Shane pointed out the more words to try to put on the name of a toy just really clutters everything. Yeah. So I'm going vintage Okay. on this. You have a price point maybe? I'm thinking uh, maybe 42 bucks for vintage. Okay. And twenty eight for the modern. Mm. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So you have the vintage Power yep. Ranger uh, versus the modern Power Ranger, and you went vintage. Yes. So I'm going to reveal the price of the vintage, and okay. you said it was what did you say? Forty. I guess forty two. Forty two bucks. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to reveal the price to the vintage, and then I'll see if you still are confident with your vintage pick. Mm-hmm. The Vintage Power Ranger, Red Ranger, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Red Ranger, original action figure, Bandai, 1993, new, $29. Oh. $29, so it wasn't super pricey, but it's still $29. Okay. So do you think the modern... I think I'm still confident in my choice. It's just, especially for action figures, toys like this, I feel like, yeah, you just rip them out of the box immediately. And you said $28, is that correct, for the Uh, modern? Yes. Okay. So the modern Power Rangers Lightning Collection Red Ranger sealed in stock. It has to be less than $29 for -hmm. you to get the vintage point. Mm -hmm. Its total value... $24. $24. Oh, yes. So you win. You get the yes. point. You get that point. I have a point. <laughs> and you were only $4 off. Awesome. As well on that one. Now, you were off on the vintage one, but you were sure the vintage uh, had a higher value, mm-hmm. and it did. Yes. Thank you, Power Rangers. I want to thank all of you mm-hmm. for supporting my decision today. And <laughs> so if I get this correct, we have a tie. Yeah. Now, there is a special Shane tiebreaker, but it only happens when Shane is when on Shane's the show. Um, that's the unpredictability of Brick Body Shane. He could throw an audible Maybe in there. Maybe if there's a, a pog laying around from last episode, we could flip a pog. We could just flip a pog we or something like that. We could do anything. We could flip a pog because I'll, <laughs> right. I'll tell you when we couldn't flip a pog. When we are playing Pogs. Don't remind me. We couldn't flip a Don't Pog. Don't remind me. So I will leave that to be a Shane TM original. Okay. So when Shane is present, there's a Shane tiebreaker, and we'll let him have that segment. That's okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to see if I can tie so, Yeah, we'll see if you can get a point, yep. or if I get to do my victory lap in my little motorcycle today. Um, vintage versus modern. I'm going with the little golden books. Little golden books. So vintage will be the Vintage Children's 1977 Little Golden Book Picture Dictionary, which Ooh. from the picture on eBay is Strange. the same as my 1971 pressing. So I 
Don't know if they uh, updated any other illustrations in those six years. But yep, pretty much the same exact that I have here on the couch. Or modern, the little grumpy cat that wouldn't. Modern? Yes, grumpy cat. Little grumpy cat that wouldn't. Rip. The one and only grumpy cat. The little little grumpy cat that wouldn't. Little golden book. Vintage versus modern golden Mm -hmm. book. So that book versus a grumpy cat book. I think that I'm going to go modern. Reason being, mm-hmm. I think people like Grumpy Cat. People, I love Grumpy Cat. Here's an issue that I could possibly see going haywire here and it being vintage. Now, everybody likes Grumpy Cat. Yeah. There could be more of these books available than the original Golden Books. Yes. So that could kill me. But I'm going to go with vintage because I think it it's just a cool little Golden Book and I think people would like it for their bookshelves. So I'm going to say modern. Modern. I'm, I'm going to say modern. Because of the hype of Grumpy Cat. Because of the hype, yes. For sure. I'm going to say modern 1699. Okay. Um, and the vintage, I'm going with 899. So modern. Okay. Yes. Well... I'm taking that victory lap today. <laughs> really, 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 really. The vintage went for seven sixty nine. I wasn't off. And the modern went for four thirty nine. Wow. So maybe it was the so, oversaturation. Like you said, and yeah, probably there's just too many grumpy cat books out there. Not enough kids have drawn on them yet to make them rare. You won. It's been mm-hmm. three or four episodes. Yeah, and you even double deed. I and even- I still came through. <laughs> That's tough. That is true. Still came through. And not only did I double D, you are a victim to both double Ds. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't get any points. Zero points, first act. So it's not that you overcame that, but no. all you needed to do was just keep your head in the game mm-hmm. and get one point. Because guess what? I got no points for today. No, yeah, no. Quite an embarrassing showing for me today but that was our uh, show for today so that concludes uh, items that we had as kids that we either have now or we bought back secondhand power rangers golden books stamps you're going to see those all when the episode goes up on instagram mm-hmm. i also want to thank our sponsors first and foremost uh, steve bears of bluffs bluffs.bandcamp.com alternate reality the theme to our show for many reasons and also something you've never seen before it's also bluffs work and a shout out to Commonwealth Press, cwpress.com. And Commonwealth Press is a DIY, it started as a DIY business and, and started in the basement in, in the south side of Pittsburgh. And now they have their own establishment. They even have their own storefronts. Mm-hmm. And help them out during this time because unfortunately their storefronts are not open at this point. So if you go to cwpress.com, when you order 50 t shirts, you get 12 t shirts for free by using Thrifty. As the promo code, Thrifty or Thrifty Podcast, use that promo code, 50 shirts, you get 12 for free. Please do that, cwpress.com. So with your victory lap, DJ Mm -hmm. Lil, in your uh, motorcycle, it it, it just Mm kind of seems like fate. Because as I mentioned before, with the Power Rangers Battle Dome playset, that motorcycle came with it, but it wasn't a part of the show. Which is okay, because I never watched the show, and I'm hoping that this motorcycle, that little mouth on the front of this sort of dragon face, 
I'm waiting for it to breathe fire. Well, it's going to breathe it on me because I lost this episode. So I and everybody else will get broke.